We should do a shirtless episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think just like one nip out. Just like one. Just a nip? One nip out. Just a nip slip app? Four guys on a train, the nip slip app. <laughs> yeah. Nip slip app. The nip app. Nip slip up. Nip, nip slip up. <laughs> <laughs> well, episode title, nip slip up. We can't even use it as an episode title. We're not even in the episode yet. <laughs> Streaming, I'm at the crowd of the Yeah, I'm sorry that we've been so out of the room. On the train, on the train, on the train, yeah, on the train, on the train. Doors closing. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a full-length episode of Four Guys on a Train. We've had four mini-sodes, and now we're back doing a regular old full-length girthy episode for you my name is peter i am your fully erect friend brandon <laughs> and i am girthy rick <laughs> rick the girth shooter that's what they call me i'm sorry i'm sorry i said i was fully erect i I'm yeah not. that's immediate jack jar it's okay. been you know we're getting back into the swing of full episodes so it's like we gotta get right back into our old hats you know mm-hmm. <laughs> brandon being the grossest of the three yeah but you know you want it you know you want it so uh, you folks at home can't see, but Brandon has a uh, Ziploc uh, sandwich baggie that he keeps all his coins in like my grandfather. <laughs> oh, and there's some Werther's hard candies in there. <laughs> I found it in the basement. Where I get my, it's, just, it's just found money. What? Where I don't was know. it? It's from the old owners. But it's going to a good cause, you know. Yeah, we, we still need to figure out where that money's going. So yeah. Uh, w- yeah. Once we get upon the uh, Yuletide season, we will figure out a donation for the old Jack Jar. And then we just can't tell them where the money came from. Yeah, right. It's literally dirty money. It is. Yeah, yeah. So, boys, as you know, I've been uh, I've been fun employed this week. Yeah, yeah. I'm between jobs right now. Quit my job of 11 years on Friday, starting a new one on uh, next Tuesday. So flipped over the desk on your way out and said, "Fuck this job. Shove it up your ass. Fuck the man." I should have. I didn't. I didn't want to burn any bridges oh, just in sure. case. Okay. But, <laughs> okay. Yeah. But in my head, I thought, sure. fuck the mm-hmm. man. So, And I had to give all my podcasting equipment back to work. I didn't actually own any of it. So, Oof, yeah. Shout out to my girlfriend, who will not be listening to this, <laughs> for giving me the equipment to record this week. I mean, I think the fact that so much of it was recorded on their equipment means that they own a pretty sizable stake in the show. I was going to say about a third of this show is owned by Pete's yeah. old employer, who shall not be yes, named. Yes, they shan't. But we do have to run all episodes by them and get final approval. So could you could you <laughs> reach out to them and see about reimbursing for some of this stuff? Because if they, you know, if they own a third, you know, they they're they're kind of in the hole by you know, by quite a bit. I mean, point. to be honest, I wanted to steal it. I was I was heavily debating just not returning the uh, the focus right thing. But. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you thought I'm going to quit my job and start a life of crime? I mean, it's petty crime. Don't act like you never stole anything before, Rick. Oh, I well, actually, uh, my, my parents just brought this up the other day. It was a story uh, about when I was uh, like 10 or 12 and this kid who uh, was up to no good. He, he started causing trouble in my neighborhood. Uh, he would come around and we'd ride our bikes. And uh, one day he said his grandma had a coupon for Halloween masks at Jewel Osco. Mm-hmm. So we biked down to the Jewel. Um, and we get there and he there's I have not seen a coupon at this point. So I'm starting to get a little confused. 
And then he tells me, oh, have you ever heard of a five-finger discount? Oh. And I had not. So he informed me of how the pro- how the process worked. Apparently, you just uh, put the things in your pants and walk out of the store. Mm-hmm. But he wanted me to be the lookout while he shoved, um, like, scream masks and, like, that weird guy from Goosebumps down his pants. Yeah. I uh, said no. Oh, wow. Oh. I stood I stood up to him and I said, yeah, that's not my bag. I'm more into jewelry. And th- I just left. I left and I biked home. And um, and you ratted him out? I don't think I ever heard from him again. I didn't. So I was, you know, I was chaotic good. Is that chaotic good? No. I think it's, New- just, it's just goody good. That's good. That's that good good. <laughs> well, how did your parents find out? You must have told them at some point. Yeah, I did later on. I, I, I did not go home and rat him out right away. Um, I saved it for a rainy day and said, look at this good thing I did, mom and dad, when I needed it. Right, yeah. When, when I was in second grade, um, we lived right down the road from a mini golf uh, course. And we like to go spend a lot of time there, obviously, during the summer. Um, they had a policy where if you found golf balls that were lost and you returned them, you got a free game. <laughs> so my buddy was like, hey, I got an idea. I think we can get into the shed where they keep all the golf balls. <laughs> we can just grab a bunch and then we can just play for free. And I think I, I had some kind of moral code, but I was just like, yeah, that makes sense. That checks <laughs> out. Like, I mean, we're giving the balls back. Right. So like we should. This yeah, is what they want. This is what they're asking for. And so, yeah, we, we broke into the uh, the little golf shack and took a bunch of balls and I took them home. And I, I was just like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Jiminy. I've where were I've you? Done crime. Where were you before I did this thing? Now I feel bad, and I don't remember what I did after that. I probably just like buried them somewhere so that I would never get found out. <laughs> and you grew a golf ball tree and played for free. <laughs> <laughs> the golf ball tree, and you wrote a story, and it made a lot of kids cry because yeah. it was sad at the end for some reason. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> indeed. Well, moral of the story: don't steal. Anyone mm-hmm. got a? Uh, anyone got a Seggers? Uh, you know, it's been so long. I'm completely out of, completely out of practice. Um, but I do, you know what? I, uh, I do have a little something in my back pocket. Oh, take it out. Oh, all right. Let me take it out here and unfold it. Um, probably smells like your butt. It does. I, uh, I, I had it in my pocket while I worked out. So it's really wet and sweaty and Uh, no, bring that out here. No, you here, here it is. I'm going to hand it over to you and it is a choose your own adventure. What shall we choose? We don't want to lose. I can do some booze. Now let's play. Oh. Yeah, I, I thought, you know, we've done this a few times. Pete brought these to us, and I said, mm-hmm. this deserves to be a full-on segment, all right? It shouldn't be relegated to the third act, pushed aside, mm-hmm. like all our BuzzFeed mm-hmm. quizzes. Sure. And the really raunchy shit. Uh, so let's go ahead and let's do a full-on choose-your-own-adventure segment, in which we're calling choose-your-own-adventure? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if we have a title for it. We didn't workshop this one. No, so tentatively, uh, it's choose your own. Ad- Brandon had a pretty good idea where we should get drunk beforehand and call it booze your own adventure. I was a little drunk yeah. earlier, but I sobered up. So sorry. Yeah, as we are not inebriated, I think for today, we'll just call it choose your own adventure. All right. All right. So uh, the one I'm bringing to you all today is a story called Back to the 90s. Ooh. You know, I figure we talk a lot about growing up in the 90s. Yeah, we have a lot of nostalgia on this show for the 90s. Which is par for the course. TV, movies, they're all trying to 
hit you right in the nostalgia. So I figured we'd do the same and try to get some of that WB money. All right, bring it out. Mm. So uh, a little, uh, what do you call it? Backstory? I don't know. Lead us, Rick. Come on now. You got it. It's been so long. <laughs> I forgot how to podcast. Yeah. Oh. The confidence of a the confidence of a great leader. There you go. Uh so take the reins of Cameron and embark on a quest to conquer the 90s and stop your idiot brother from basically solving all the world's problems and hopefully become the true champion that the 90s have always needed. Huh. Wait, hold on. We're supposed to stop our brother from solving all the world's problems? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like that. Doesn't, that doesn't Sounds good. Right. No, it's good for you? All right, never mind. Well, Brandon stole golf balls, so he's a criminal. Yeah. <laughs> this is right up his I started alley. Down, I started down that path a long time ago, <laughs> so let's do it. All right, so these, uh, let's see. So it starts out with the routine. I don't understand that. Introduction. This game is stupid unrealistic and not time specific at all what the fuck it said it was in the 90s <laughs> did you check this out beforehand Rick, i sure not? didn't okay <laughs> i'm going in blind with you guys <laughs> right. i think you know right. on natural uh there will be weird references to things that haven't happened yet misplaced musical cues and a bunch of other lazy mistakes hopefully it will be fun <laughs> try to do this stupid stuff that's usually f- more fun uh, dying doesn't matter and please don't take this too seriously good luck okay that just makes me want to take it real seriously it's like fuck you don't tell me how to do this yeah it's my adventure i decide it's choose my own adventure <laughs> they're literally trying to start by telling us how to choose all right let's begin the calming glow of your computer screen splays a dim light across a complete collection of nicktoon posters yeah, only on nick not we're not going to get specific yeah just generic You've liked your last 90s remembrance page for the night and close Facebook before settling back for another viewing of Jerry Maguire. (laughs) Your nightly viewing of Jerry Maguire. I just love Cuba, you know. Uh, You're 46 years old. Oh, your parents are dead. Oh. And Tony just got married. It must be your brother. Tony Danza. Tony Danza from the show Who's the Boss. That's probably (laughs) He just got married. Okay. You reopen Facebook. Okay. I thought you were going to bed. Idly spitting some tobacco into your cat dog licensed cup. Ew. We're chewing? I don't like that. Yeah. Well, it's the 90s, you know? Oh, it's currently the 90s? We're not like nostalgic for the 90s no facebook didn't facebook didn't exist in the 90s there's no way oh you're right okay we're 46 and just we're stuck in this we're 46 in pieces of garbage garbage. (laughs) you never moved on this this is no good already all right sorry yeah let's go on here all right so you spit out your tobacco in your cat dog cup and navigate to tony's page wow looks like he just got another award for some bullshit science achievement you're sure mom and dad would be proud of him okay so it is your brother Yeah. Just like they always were. Rocco jumps on your lap, purring excitedly. It's got to be a cat, I guess. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Not some kind of... I don't know. Uh, as she can sense some hot fire about to be spat on your idiot brother's face. All right, so here's our first choice. Call him a fucker. <laughs> yes. I choose that one. I don't want to hear the <laughs> Bring it on, but that's the one we're choosing. Sorry, Brandon. <laughs> All right, number two, just sit back and let Tom Cruise show you the money. No, we gotta. We don't like him. We gotta call him. Yeah, a fucker. call him a fucker. Yeah. Hold on, third, third option. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got lots of choices. A reminisce on the Attitude Era of the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. 
I uh, I think I would go. Yeah, we we hate we hate Tony yeah. so much. I'm not I'm not familiar enough with the attitude or any era of WWE. So no, yeah, call him a fucker. Yeah. I only the know the prehistoric era of the WWE. Get out when the E was an F. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, Before it grew that extra extra knob. <laughs> Old knobby. No, uh, all right, Tony, you right? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Is the knobby what got you? <laughs> yeah. Old knobbers. <laughs> it did get ranted. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, the dumbest shit gets this guy. It's so good. We try so hard, and then all of a sudden, yeah, old knobbers. <laughs> all the references and jokes, yeah. and then it's just throwing ER on the end of something. <laughs> I wish it was this easy with everyone I knew. <sighs> Go on. All right. Tony, you write, I'm sure everyone is really impressed that you've cured cancer, won Hipster Science Awards, and also won the Lex Luger Memorial Hip Hop Album of the Year Award. What? Lex Luger was a wrestler. Uh, uh, it's an award in memoriam of Lex Luger. And how much he loved hip hop. <laughs> and how much he loved hip hop, yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you. With it, 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 The story sounds going to be nonsense. My bad. You let loose another gob of the spicy tobacco spit mixture into your cat dog cup. Oh, I'm so impressed that you come here on Facebook and casually tell all of us like it matters. Plenty of likes you've got there, bro. You stroke Rocco thoughtfully. You know what, though? You've always had it easy. You don't care about real problems like getting Clarissa Explains It All back on TV and also giving me enough of Mom and Dad's will to finally get a ride on the 311 cruise. 311? 311, sure, yeah. Like the band, I, I think. I didn't know they had their own crews, but. <laughs> Looking to Rocco, you ask, too needy? He purrs contended. Did we not establish this cat was a female? She, she 100% she, she Oh, just boy. He purrs contentedly, so you leave it as is with the addition of a no offense. Your brain cursor hovers over the post button, but the coin noise from the Sonic the Hedgehog means a new text message. Okay, here's the thing I have a problem with is we did not call him a fucker in that sentence. <laughs> Wait! Yeah. <laughs> That's what we were supposed to do. He, and we, we made a lot of really valid points about his, like, you know, stupid cancer cures. And, and Lex Luger is also, Luger is also a uh, hip-hop artist, by the way. Oh, okay. So he crossed Says over. Says his name was inspired by the professional wrestler, but more like he just took it because it's the same <laughs> it's name. It's the same name. What's the next step here, Richard? So we got a text. We can either pick it up yeah, or we're busy and they can call back later. It was a text. Yeah, oh. it was a text, though. So we could theoretically read it. <laughs> so anytime. do we do We want to respond to the text or not? I feel like in these things, if they give you the choice between do an action or don't do anything, you probably yeah. are supposed to do the action. So, And if you go down the don't do anything, you end up to the end of the story very quickly. Yeah, and it's over. So let's, I'd let's, let's do pick it. it up. All right. Let's pick up this text. Hello? Oh, wait. <laughs> I I do like that they preface with, this is going to be nonsense just because of their lazy writing. <laughs> I mean, hey, yeah, fair warning. It's, uh, it's our fault for... I wish I could open up Stephen King's next novel and it was like, look, there's going to be a lot of funny, goofy-ass shit in here. Just roll with it. I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> is that cool? No. I'm not, tr I'm not trying yeah. anymore. Uh, okay, so your brother's voice comes through through the text, I guess. Cameron, buddy, I did it. You sigh loudly for as long as you can. Did what? Buy clothes that look nice and fit well? 
you look out at an invisible audience uttering chuckle fuck under your breath as they <laughs> explode into laughter. Wow. <laughs> chuckle fuck. That's a pretty good insult. Chuckle fuck. Yeah, it is good. It is good. It is good. Like, he's imagining he's doing stand up, but it's a little worrisome. Uh, he ignores you. Time travel. I finally discovered the Wu Tang secret and the machine is ready to go. That's Stu. Wait. No, your figurines, Nickelodeon lunchboxes, and wall-mounted pogs stare accusingly at you. Can I see it? Of course, bro. It'd be really great to explore the past with you. You shake with involuntary range. It's almost unbearable to have to suck up to this hipster idiot. He has no appreciation for the childhood you shared, and every second you spend being nice to him is another vein exploding in your greasy forehead. I like how he's calling his brother a hipster, but he's holding holding on to all this nostalgia shit. Forty fucking <laughs> six years old. Get over and it. chewing and like <laughs> Yeah, jeez, we sound awful. Uh, all right, so we have one option. So no choice here. The choice has been taken yeah. away. Let's do this. Choose just this adventure. Okay, fine. All right. Your Taurus purrs to life. The sweet sound of 311's ambers, the color of your energy, calms your steely nerves. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Hold on a second. I hate to factually correct, uh, check this, but I don't think that song was released in the 90s. <laughs> uh, 311 Amber. Uh, it was released in... 2001 <laughs> oh my god this is the laziest fucking story right yeah yeah oh my god sorry i had to do that no it's good oh we need god. to we need to get this guy straightened out actually it's two people this is a this is a modern uh story by jogan and and kaja one two three so we have two people to blame for this so wait joe rogan wrote this yeah jo- jogan? <laughs> jogan fuck <laughs> in between all his hosting uh fighting yeah, and doing right. his podcast he writes choose your own adventures about the 90s oh my god oh shit come on joe do a little more fact checking all right so am <laughs> 311's uh 2000s hit <laughs> calms your steely nerves as you head over to the outskirts of town the drive is leisurely and you park in the handicapped spot ibs is a tricky beast <laughs> All right, I like that little colorful backstory there trickled in. And you enter Tony's lab. You're assailed with the trophies, awards, and various cures that were mostly inspired by your scumbag brother. Meanwhile, you see no funny references to the TV shows or movies of your childhood, so this whole stupid lab is basically pointless. Seriously, fuck Tony, you think. And then you're in his lab, the monument to all of the world's hipster bullshit. I don't think curing cancer is considered being hipster. I don't know if, if he knows what hipster actually does mean. It doesn't sound like it. Oh, my God. Tony Fauci is such a fucking hipster, you know? I knew about the coronavirus before anyone else. Oh, big deal. <laughs> Hashtag pandemic, you know? Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of stupid machines and three motionless people standing in the back. Tony stands from his desk. Cameron, he gives you a hug. It's good to see you again, buddy. You try to hide your sneer. Where's the time machine? Later, first a little background, and he launches into a big load of bullshit. <laughs> okay. So do you listen to him or think about literally anything else while he runs his fucking mouth? I say option two. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go go B. Yeah. All right, yeah. Let's let's think about other two thousands uh three eleven hits. All right. 
You think about how much cooler the world would be if Kurt Cobain hadn't died and had continued to make music about how teen spirit is actually stupid to have. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Tony keeps talking, but you don't care. Eventually, he hits a switch and the people in the back stand up. The only thing you notice is that you seem to know all the people he's messing with. The first is Trevor Weedheart, Tony's best friend who died tragically in a skateboarding accident. He kicked your ass all the time, and you were glad at the loss of human life. Whoa. Oh, boy. Whoa, Joe Rogan. Holy shit. That's dark, even for you. Uh, He won't kick anyone else's ass now that he's dead, you thought, as a child, and still think as a grown adult. Wow. So you haven't matured at all. Okay. Jesus. The second is Fred Durst, the guy from Limpus. <laughs> You're in shock for a moment because of how cool his backwards red hat is. Oh, no. But then calmly compose yourself once again. He played a concert at your school about the dangers of drugs and how to avoid it by combining rock and rap into one cool genre to be enjoyed by all. Oh, rap rock. Oh, mm. oh, fuck Trevor, but Fred Durst is here. <laughs> <laughs> the third is Monica Lewinsky. She did some stuff with a U.S. president and basically made it possible for a bunch of comedians to make their careers. Wow. That's not far off, actually. I think that, that sh- they got a lot of mileage out of that in the 90s. It was a- they really did, yeah. If only they would have known. What a way to sum up Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, right. She smiles placidly. He hits another switch, and the giant machine in the middle of his lab sparks to life, cracking a hole in the fabric of space. The robots file through, unfazed as a single rope of drool escapes your gaping maw. So are they robots? No. The robots are coming out of the machine. They're coming out of it? I guess. Uh, He keeps talking, but really you don't care, and mostly you just want to go into the bright, shiny thing. It's probably good to do that. One one option again. Flip him the bird and jump through. I guess we're going to die. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. You flip Tony the middle finger and jump through the portal. You're in a metaverse. You're in the metaverse and are given the gift of second sight. It's really fast. Uh, You see the future Tony wants and realize that in his reality, there is no 90s. There's no 2000s. And there is only dear leader. (laughs) What? (laughs) In one golden moment, you realize that you need to kill his robots and then deal with Tony. You're going to have to relive the 90s and you're going to have to relive them right this time. You feel your stomach drop as you soar faster and faster through the metaverse and then it's over. You're eight again. Wait. No, nine. You're nine. It's your birthday. All of your friends are here, but they're shuffling toward the armada of cars parked outside and waiting parents. The cake has only a few slices torn out and reads, Happy birthday, Cameron, and good luck, Tony. Tony? It's your birthday. Why is Tony... Wait. No. No, 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 no. It hits you. This is the day that Tony becomes the state champion at Pogs. (laughs) What in the fuck is going on i'm so fucking confused how long is this i don't know hold on let's let's finish this one thought he becomes a world-renowned pog champion and uses the money to buy his first skateboard your parents cut your birthday short because tony's tournament falls on the same day and we can all celebrate with pizza after all right let's summarize what the fuck's going on because i'm also a little lost yeah so tony invented a time machine he brought back Fred Durst and Monica Lewinsky to present day, and then his deceased friend, 
who you hated. I don't understand. Fred Durst and Monica Lewinsky are alive <laughs> in this current period right now. They're not dead. Where did he? Where, I don't understand. But he. But you know, it's really them in the '90s that was so iconic. He brought the '90s. Version. I think he brought okay. the '90s sure. versions of them to present Why today. <laughs> Why am I asking fucking questions? The problem is we didn't Stop. listen to Tony. He probably was explaining everything to us. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we were actually so busy thinking about yeah. 311 and Fred Durst's That's cool red me. hat. That's on me. <laughs> okay, so then the, the the time machine, I believe, opened or, or a, a hole in the space-time continuum opened and robots started pouring out. And we thought, okay, the best thing to do right now is to jump through the robot hole. As one does, yeah. And for some reason, we were given the gift of Second Sight as we came through. We see that Tony is evil. He wants to get rid of the 90s and 2000s, but that's it. <laughs> uh, support dear leader. We... Do not know. I, is Kim Jong Un? I'm assuming it's it's either Tony himself or one of the Kims. One of the sure. Kims. So you're nine, right? We're nine right now. Is that so? We are now okay, nine. Here's the other it's fucking our... thing that doesn't make sense. Okay. If it's 2021 and we're 46 years old, it's 1984 when we're nine. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, when was the fucking story written? 2013. It looks like. Okay. Let's do the math okay. here. 2013. 46. All right. We'll give a little more credit to Jogan. It's even worse. Then it's 1976 when we're nine. This story makes absolutely (laughs) fucking no sense. I don't know why I was expecting it to, but this is just awful. (laughs) Oh, oh, that's great. Yeah, even the precursor of this is going to be goofy and not make any sense. It doesn't... (laughs) doesn't make no, up it's for worse, it. It's worse than I could even imagine. Oh, man. Yeah, and I don't know how long this fucking story is. Let's let's go through another few choices and see where we get to. Okay. And then maybe we'll have to do a part two. I'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> Not because of you, Rick. Just, <laughs> no, it's, it's all joking. It's joking. I get it. Uh, so your parents cut your birthday short. We can all celebrate with pizza after. Do we go quietly? Or throw a tantrum. We got to throw a tantrum. Throw it. I bet we went quietly originally. Throw that tant. All right. You grab the cake and throw it on the ground, mashing it into the well-cut grass. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Your dad, you know, it's a little backstory on the father. <laughs> He's a man who cares about his lawn. Loves a well-kempt lawn. Who doesn't? <laughs> what dad doesn't? You remember giving up before and know that you're definitely going to Tony's stupid pog tournament, but it's better to burn out than to fade away. Angry tears stream down your face as you realize the futility of your actions. And at that moment, you realize the world is a vampire. (laughs) Uh, uh, I realized mid uh, phrase there what I was saying. So I just (laughs) leaned into it. Take this pair of Jinkos. You've earned them. (laughs) So we have an item drop. So the so the the narrator or God, I guess whoever gave us the second sight has now gifted us Jinkos. In 1976. In 1976. <laughs> Before they're invented. Yeah. Uh, I would think that, that Jogan is like a, a little kid writing this, <laughs> but like the vocabulary is actually pretty good. Right. Yeah. I would say it's more like a 10th grade vocabulary compared to some of them where it's like clearly a third grade. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. I, so I don't know. Like he just intentionally didn't do the math or maybe that's part of the joke to him. I don't know. Like it's so off. <laughs> oh man. Well, we can't talk. We have a podcast called four guys on a train. There's only three of us. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but that's funny. <laughs> See, that's way funnier than this shit. All right. So, uh, take this pair of Jinkos. You've earned them. Do we admit defeat, hug our mom and go to the stupid tournament? No. 
Or no, seriously, this is bullshit. Scorched earth, scorched earth. Right, yeah, burn it down. You see red. You start throwing the presents over the child fence of your pool. You realize that in your utter and complete rage, you've just thrown away the only reason birthday parties exist. The pool gate is open. You sprint inside and dive in to salvage what's left of your hall, and you can't swim. Uh-oh. All right. You thrash and scream, but Tony dives in to save you. No. I've got you, bro. He says, dragging you to the surface. You can click the inevitable right now, or by not reading, you acknowledge that you won't give him the satisfaction of saving your life. <laughs> so if we stop reading, that's a choice. We died, and that's the end. Oh, so yeah, we're giving in. <laughs> All right, so diving back down to the bottom of the pool, you cross your arms and wait for death's cold embrace to swallow you. <laughs> this is how I want this story to end. I hate it so much. <laughs> okay, so it says, you have stuck to your guns. And the only option here is to go quietly. <laughs> Into that great unknown, baby. You bow your head and follow the somber group of your friends to watch Tony's pog turn. What? What? Oh, I thought it was go quietly into that wet, dark night. How can we not die? <laughs> it's like the Hulk. We can't kill ourselves. God has a plan for us. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I am. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you. So you bow your head and follow the somber group of friends to watch Tony's Pogs tournament. As the last car speeds off, your mom brings out your present as a consolation prize. You rack your what? You rack your brain trying to remember what the hell she gave you. All right, we have four options. A hacker's cassette, a pair of light-up shoes, Tony's old skateboard, or a Game Boy. Are these options that we're actually going to get or we're thinking that we remember what they are? We are trying. This episode's also going to be 80 hours long. <laughs> we're trying to remember what the gift uh, was. Maybe one of these can end our life. Which is the one that kills us. The skateboard. Those things are, yeah. things are death traps. Yeah, let's take the skateboard. Let's take the skateboard. Oh, man, a skateboard. You've seen Tony do all sorts of incredible tricks with this and hope one day to do tricks also. It's Tony's skateboard, but he hasn't done any grinds with it, so the artwork on the bottom is intact. It's a sexy girl, and you feel cool to have a sexy girl on the bottom of your new skateboard. <sighs> Maybe sexy girls will like you more if you ride it. <laughs> that, tra that tracks. Yeah, nothing turns on a woman like seeing the sexy lady on the mud flaps of a semi-truck, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's right, man. <laughs> so this is definitely going to work out. All right, so we can only hug our mom and go to the stupid tournament. Oh, boy. All right, it's your birthday, but all your mom seems to want to talk about is how bad Tony's going to cream those wussies. <laughs> I don't ever want to hear my mom say anything about creaming wussies. No, that's hot. She <laughs> she pulls a neatly wrapped cylindrical gift oh, from the center console. Another gift? Your heart races. Maybe this is the Robin Williams official hook telescope you asked for for the last three months. Uh, she reaches back and winks. Good luck, Tony. Hopefully this will help you bring home the golden pog. Tony takes the gift and looks at you with contempt. Sorry, bro. I got you a gift, too. It's back at the house. He unwraps the present, revealing a shiny tube of brand new pogs. Why is everyone giving you gifts? We were an insane idiot at that party. <laughs> I know, a stupid brat. My dad would have literally murdered me. And I've left my carcass at home. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. He would have let you drown. Let the kid drown. He threw all his presents in the pool. <laughs> all 
All right, you sneer at him, whatever. I've got my own custom pog maker anyway, which I did have one of those and they were awesome. And we used we used to make we, my friend had a Playboy magazine and he would make boob pogs. Nice. <laughs> so they're just pogs and all it was was boobs. On it. You guys probably sat around and you're like, "Oh, you know, I hope a sexy girl sees these boob pogs." <laughs> maybe, maybe she'll like yeah, us. Yeah, maybe she'll like me. <laughs> Oh man, teens, teen boys, teen boys. Oh, gross. Oh man, I wish I didn't read the next part. I've got my own custom pog maker anyway. I bet you can't find a slammer with Sharon Stone's vagina pics. What? But your mom snaps at you for cursing. He didn't say. He, he said, said pussy. Oh. He said. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's sure. I. Uh, Rick, this going down the tubes, man. This is this sucks shit. I think it's okay to bail out. Look, they can't all be winners. And Jogan uh really spent a lot of time on that. He did. It was it was well written to the point where I feel like I can't tell whether the the fucked up stuff was accidental or intentional, you know? I don't know. Like Yeah, maybe it's just really, really good writing and we just can't tell. Maybe he maybe he meant to do that. We don't know. We'll never. I just want to read one review. Okay. Uh, from Rabbit Season in 2014. Yes, I saved Bill Clinton, bitch. All right, maybe maybe we come back to this. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we missed, guys. We could have saved Bill Clinton. Um, well, I I don't have a good transition um into to what I <laughs> into what. I, so I wanted to I wanted to bring a quiz. Um, and I actually, I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to do two quizzes because neither of them is particularly long. Um, and they're semi-related. So, uh, there's a lot of fake news out there. I don't know if you heard. Oh, some news is, is fake. Some, like some, all, pretty much all the news is fake. I don't know. Oh. There's like, there's a few good ones. Like the blaze I think is a good one. That's a oh. real, that's a true one. Um, okay. uh, info wars. Oh, I've heard oh, of that. Is, yeah. is a is a good one, but the rest of them, CNN is fake news. Okay, NBC is fake news. There's a lot of fake news. Okay, sure. So yeah, we yeah. all we all know that everybody knows that it's fake. Um, so what I have is a series of uh, of headlines, and two of the three headlines I'm going to read to you are real. Okay, and one of them is fake news. I want to see if you guys can guess which one is the real. Or no, I'm sorry. Two of them are real. One of them's fake. Yeah. Guess which one is the fake okay. headline. Well, okay. we uh, up until a minute ago, we didn't even know fake news existed. So I think we're going to do really bad at You're this. You're going to have to. Yeah, it's going to be a challenge, but I think you guys are up to it. I'm up for it. I'm up for yeah, it. Yeah, same, same. I believe in you. Okay. okay. I just sat through 35 minutes of a really shit <laughs> 90s choose your own adventure story. So I'm up for anything. It was it was so barely nineties too. It was yeah, like, right. He mentioned the Nicktoons four times, and then everything else was dipped into the two thousands. Then he went to nineteen seventy four. It was a different era. God. Oh, okay. All right. Oh my god. Anyway, okay. Spot the fake news headline. All right. Okay. Slavic pensioner opens stuffed animal zoo. That's, that's your first headline. Number two, Japanese fans say Godzilla is too fat. <laughs> wow, fat shaming Godzilla. And number three, world's first hot dog ATM opens in Malaysia. <laughs> I think that one's real. Where's the fake news here, boyos? Hot dogs in Malaysia. Okay. Godzilla's too fat. And what was number one? Slavic, Slavic pensioner opens stuffed animal zoo. 
I think that's real. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Godzilla one. That's what I think. I'm on I'm on this exact same page as Pete. Wrong. Oh fuck. We should have spread it out. <laughs> the the fake one was the third one. It was the, the ATM. Um, hot dog ATM. Like oh. We yeah. we dreamed too big. Yeah, we did. Oh well. Well now we can invent it. Yeah. <laughs> Suckers. It's actually, it's actually a great idea. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, so cut that out of the podcast. We need to hold <laughs> that's on to ours, that. That's Patent ours. pending, patent <laughs> pending. Okay. Spot the fake news. Scientists create a plant that cannot die. Okay. Number two, scientists to create stem cell burger. Number three, scientists create water-activated self-folding straws. Self-folding straws? Water-activated? Water activated self folding straws. So the second it touches something to it's drink, like, it folds yeah, up. Yeah, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> it's a shy straw. I'm going to go with that one, number three. I'm going to say stem cell burgers. That sounds like a stretch because they're already making impossible meat and shit. Okay. I'm going to say number two, the stem cell burgers. Fake news was the first one. Scientists create plant that cannot die. <laughs> we fucking suck. <laughs> We should have seen that one coming. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it didn't make any sense, but then I heard the hammer thing. <laughs> okay. Well, aren't there an- aren't there animals that can't die? Like, don't turtles just like live forever until something eats them? Yeah, but then they're dead. Yeah, but I mean that's the goal, right? <laughs> I want to live forever unless something does happen to eat me. At that point, it's bested me, and that's that's fine. So can't can't die unless something eats you. I, I can tap out at that point. Nothing lives forever, man. That was a Bond movie. I can tell you firsthand, turtles also will die if you accidentally leave them outside in the sun. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I don't. I said firsthand, but I, I meant secondhand. You meant third, fourth. Third, fourth <laughs> hand. All right. Spot the fake news. North Korean cats rounded up and sent south. <laughs> I hope that's real. <laughs> Fucking cats. Number two, Kim Jong-un throws dance party to celebrate North Korea missile launch. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, I can't see him dancing. Okay, and number three, Australian imposters play official golf tournament in North Korea. Which one's fake? I think I actually heard about the third one. I'm going to say two. I don't think they dance in North Korea. No dancing. What do you think, Rick? Yeah, Kim Jong-un. I just can't see that man doing Gangnam style, you know? Uh, And the first one again, sorry. North Korean cats rounded up and sent south. I hope I just hope that's true. Get these get these fucking cats out of here. <laughs> I got to make yeah. room for my dance party. <laughs> these felines are taking up all the dance floor. I got yeah, I want to hedge our bets, so I'm going to say uh the first one. Okay. The fake news is the North Korean cats. <sighs> yes. Oh, all right. Tally one for Rick. All right, last one on the fake news headlines. Crocodile breaks loose on Qantas flight. How do you say that flight? That airline? Qantas. Qantas. It's Q. Is it Q U A? It's just Q A. Q A N T A S. Oh, it's QAnon, I believe. QAnon. Crocodile breaks loose on QAnon flight. Okay, that's real. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> we altered it. It's real. <laughs> Our altered version. <laughs> that's how the news works, man. All right. Number two. Wombat grounds flight in Sydney. Okay. <laughs> Fucking wombats. Number <laughs> that three. Sounds real. Number three. Skippy causes plane crash. Skippy like the peanut, peanut butter? butter. In the absence of any other information, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say that's fake because it doesn't make any sense. What's Skippy? or just so- somebody's kid? He's, you know, the dad's like, say Skippy. Skippy, <laughs> you, you little bitch. 
Maybe it was the skip skipper of the flight. Like the, the skip, yeah. They call in us Aus- <laughs> in Australia. They call them skippies. They call them the skippy, mate. <laughs> yeah, the skippy grounded the flight. <laughs> Fucking skippy. I like that. Not only in Australia do they call the co-pilot or the pilot, rather the skipper, <laughs> skipper. but then they, then they <laughs> abbreviated skippy. Hey, what the fuck, there, skippy? <laughs> it's supposed to be in New York. <laughs> This isn't a good day at all. <laughs> oh, man. All right. What's the fake news? <laughs> I'll, I'll go with that one. Skippy. Skippy. The fake news is the wombat grounding the flight in Sydney. So this Skippy oh, peanut butter. <laughs> fuck this shit. I, they probably don't allow peanut butter on flights. I bet you somebody had peanut butter and they were like, somebody could be allergic. Fucking Everybody off the plane. Of course, if I would have known it was Skippy peanut butter, <laughs> Skippy the first mate of the flight, then I would have chose that. I would have nailed she it. She just said fucking peanut butter. Because then I would have gone with Wombat. Of course, that's the nickname for the that's a nickname for a flight attendant. <laughs> in uh yeah, in uh, New Zealand. So Hey Wombat, can I have a Coke? <laughs> Refill of my Coke there, Wombat. <laughs> hey Wombat, go tell this Skippy I'd like to get off the ground here. Oh, my God. Just as a quick palate cleanser before we wrap up, I've got some bizarre British laws. I'm going to read you these bizarre British laws, and you're going to tell me if they're real or if they're fake. All right. All right. Lightning round. It is illegal to be drunk in a pub. Uh, True. 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 That's correct. It is illegal to be drunk in a pub. Wow. Number two, it is legal to shoot a Welshman with a longbow within the walls of York on a Sunday. False. False. It's Thursday. <laughs> You're correct that it's false. I don't know when it's when it's true. All right. Oh. I like this one. It is illegal to handle salmon in suspicious circumstances. <laughs> I think it's true. Yeah. I'll... No, I'm going to go false. Okay. It is true. <laughs> you cannot handle salmon suspiciously. Damn it. All right. It is illegal to be in charge of a cow while drunk. In charge of him? In charge of the cow. <laughs> The cow's boss? It's illegal to be in charge of a cow while drunk. Yeah, I, I'm going to say true. Yeah, you can't be handling a, a cow while you're inebriated. That is correct. It is illegal <laughs> to be in charge of a yeah. cow while drunk. Just like uh, heavy machinery. Right. Don't come to that pub with that cow. That's for sure. <laughs> it is illegal to stand within 100 yards of the monarch with no socks on. Ooh. Probably true. I'm going to go false. We'll see. It is false. It is false. Yes. Oh! You are allowed to be... You are allowed to be... Feet exposed in front of the queen. I can wear my flip flops. She actually kind of, she actually kind of likes it, from what I hear. Right? Yeah, she's into she's it. A little yeah. bit, a little bit into it. That royal foot fetish. <laughs> the royal fetish. <laughs> Each queen is a fetish, and it's the royal fetish. Everyone has to have that as their fetish. In, in yes, we say we love the feet. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, you haven't picked your royal fetish yet. <laughs> oh, I suppose I'll go with BDSM. <laughs> Oh, that old that old walnut, ma'am. But I feel like everyone goes with BDSM. <laughs> Let's switch it up. Let's go with feet, shall we? Oh, feet, yes. Brandon, you you slipped into a little BG fellows there, didn't you? BG fellows, yes. <laughs> you know the story with that, Rick? No. It was like a, what a restaurant or a bar no? It that... was it was a teen dance club. It was a teen dance club. A okay. teen dance club. Oh, all right. right. And it was named BG Fellows. And every time we passed it. <laughs> BG 
Brandon would always do that voice. Oh, hello. I'm BG Fellow. <laughs> welcome, welcome to my dance club. Come on in and have a have a have a soda. Are you over the age of eighteen? No, then you're allowed. <laughs> then you're fine. Come on in. We're having a grand time. I don't want to go in. <laughs> no, no, no. We're uh, we're in the wrong place. Oh no, yeah. no, no. You're, you're exactly where you need to be, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fellows. Please, <laughs> you're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, that's that's our show. <laughs> <laughs> At the last law, shit. That's it, man. I yeah, that was a doozy of a show. We seriously hope you're gonna stick around after that. We're still getting warmed up after those mini sods, but uh, you know we'll get there. If you're still with us after all that we've been through together, um, I think you're in it for the long haul. I hate to tell you, you are bonded to us in spirit and in body. And in mind. That's right. Akuchimoya. <laughs> yeah. Wait, didn't I say now that we... once before? Nobody got yeah, it. Yeah, now we know. Star Trek Voyager reference. <laughs> Good day. Uh, we thank you for listening, if you're still sticking around. And even if uh, you didn't, we still thank you. You won't hear it, but we're thanking you now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, please make sure to follow us on social media, at uh, the number four guys on a train on Twitter, four guys on a train on Instagram. You can send us an email at four guys on a train at gmail.com. If you have any episode segment ideas, uh, you want to send in a question for Satan, he'll bound to be making an appearance at some point, or you just want to send us a recipe. We've had that too. Lots of recipes. I do love your recipes. I love them. Send them in again. You know who you are, Carol Ann. Do it. Uh, <laughs> you do know who you are. And I think we have a review that we should read. Oh, so I've got here, uh, a review titled five stars for four guys. Okay, here we go. It begins, you know the Goosebumps book, Say Cheese and Die, where the kid finds some haunted camera that takes pictures of regular objects, but then the actual photo is something way horrific and scary, like it predicts the future in a terribly tragic way? That has nothing to do with this podcast. It's hilarious, funny, and full of plenty of puns and creativity. Listen now, you won't be disappointed, unlike reading some 30-year-old children's book. That's from our good friend, Jake Siski. All right. Thanks, Jake. We thank you for your kind and generous review. Thanks, Jake. We'll, ha- we'll have to bring you on the show again just to thank you. Just to heap you with praise. <laughs> if you also want to be on the show, give us a review on our podcast. Yeah, we don't, we don't care. We'll have anybody on the show. We'll just bring your ass on. Yeah. <laughs> our standards are so low. I like how, uh, how that uh, Jake's review related to our episode of 90s Nostalgia. <laughs> and that actually was in the 90s, unlike Amber by 311. So... I wish R.L. Stein had written that uh, Choose Your Own Adventure. It would have been way better. Or Pogs in the 70s. I'm just, I keep, I'm spiraling. <laughs> I'm spiraling with that story. Maybe we'll start a Patreon just to finish that story <laughs> and you can pay to see us do it. Yeah, we'll get lots of money for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's our show. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Goodbye. Four Guys on a Train is produced by Rick Schuler, Brandon Johnson, and Peter Cosmo. Edited by Peter Cosmo. Theme song and all additional music written by Brandon Johnson. The Four Guys on a Train theme song contains an audio sample of metrotrain.wav from Everything Sounds, being used under the Creative Commons Attribution License.